What if it did work? What if you took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose? What if it did work? Right now you can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more. The hardest prison to escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison all for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did work? You know what? I gotta admit, what if it did work? I love the song. I love the meaning. Maybe I'm biased, but I love that podcast. One of my favorites. And you know what? I know you're waiting for that episode. So am I. It's one of my favorite episodes. But how about doing something different in your life? How about a free webinar? Hey, I did it. So you know it's good. It's just ask for it. You're going to be like, what's just ask for it? Entrepreneurs, salespeople, everybody in general, you're up at night. You're all bent and twisted. Where's your next sale coming from? Where are the leads? How am I going to get that next referral? Aren't you tired of working in your business and not your business working for you? Aren't you tired of missing out? on all those amazing events, the family functions, the travel soccer games, the graduations, because you're a slave to your business, but not anymore. This will help you compress time so you can live your life. You can live your passions because I know it's not chasing leads and chasing sales. Just ask for it. What will it do? Double your referrals, triple your leads, quadruple your sales. It's all about compressing time. You're going to say, how do I find it? omarmadrano.com backslash webinar backslash. Worst case, omarmadrano.com. You'll find it. Hey, we're like-minded souls. Enough as surviving. Your whole life was meant to be thriving. What if it did work? All righty, another day, another episode, brand new week. Uh, what if it did work? Honored to have one of my favorite, well, you, you wear many hats, man. You're an author, you're a YouTube specialist, you're a head of a major, major group. I want, you're the king of me, king of network marketing, too, my, in my opinion. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> Welcome, Ray. Ray I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So, one of the things that I've always wanted to ask is, especially nowadays, why are people so afraid of that word, word, network marketing? Is it because we have a hard time these days communicating just based on technology? You're saying why are, why are people afraid? Well, well, you know, like people don't understand that we're, we're losing the art of like connection connecting like we're conversing we're having a conversation i'm sure when when you and the missus go out on a date you'll see young people literally out on a date and they're they're not even connected with each other they're they're texting back and forth and you can tell they're texting this is their form of communication and they're smiling but they're not like literally looking at each other they're completely disengaged and i mean i've tried network marketing, but way before I was even decent at sales, 
I think I'll, one of the things is when it comes to selling and all, it's, it's that hard. Do I have to actually meet people? Do I actually have to communicate with them? Is, is that your take? The, the long selling, selling's just become more difficult. Wouldn't you think so? Or is that just my misconception? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't think selling has become more difficult. I, I mean, I think it's, um, I think, I think there are more people than ever before that are in a position to think about sales because they're seeing average ordinary people become YouTube stars or TikTok stars or Instagram stars. And, you know, in the past, um, there was, you, you really had to want to learn how to sell something or learn to go get an idea. But now you see, you know, Kardashians, the, you know, the different, the different, you know, people that um, built a following became famous and now, and now they sell all kinds of stuff. So I think it's just more, there's just more people that are untrained in sales that now have the idea of, Hey, maybe I could sell something versus in the past where they just wouldn't bother. Like, like pre-social media, the majority of people wouldn't even think about selling because they had a job and that's what they did. And I go to this job and I'm a whatever. Right. But now almost every job, I mean, you know, teachers, some teachers have only fans account, right? Like literally <laughs> everyone is, is on the, how do I make money or fame or both off of social media? And many of them have never been in sales, understand sales, et cetera. Well, I mean, speaking of OnlyFans, everybody was shocked with uh, the Cash Me Outside girl or whatever. Yeah. I have another girl from, from um, like Dr. Emilia a year or something. Yeah. And just by, by having an OnlyFans account, I mean, results are results. At the end of the day, she did purchase a $6 million house cash. And, you know, I, I guess she did catch us all outside, literally, yeah. because, <laughs> you know, yes, we all all laugh but the number one thing that she did was she connected and she was memorable you and i know know the catchphrase i've literally have never seen the episode so oh, I, i've never I, seen it either I, I have only seen that little snippet yeah so and i i'm not a fan of dr phil's so th that says she she has a lasting effect 20 years or whatever being on tv and yeah. that's what you have to do you have to be memorable you have to let people know, hey, this this is why I'm different. Because I mean, at the end of the day, I, I don't know how many OnlyFans. Maybe I, I need to read my book and open up my OnlyFans account and and see, but <laughs> <laughs> see see how business. Well, goes. I mean, I'm I, I mean, I don't know what she does on OnlyFans. I mean, I would assume it's pornographic, but I don't I don't uh, know. I, I don't know I, that for I, sure. I honestly don't know. I, I just know through social media, like you know, hey. Uh, you know, oh, I got a new follower. Oh, I got a new YouTube. This this person's a big fan. And they're like, oh, no, click here if you want to see my OnlyFans account. Right. Now, but but the thing with social media, though, Ray, is like they it gives this illusion that it's an easy it, it, it's yeah. easy to do. You and I can can just whip up. I well, know. It, it, it's like it's like the discussion we're having. Right. I mean, it's it's the when the exception is is all that's really highlighted 
you know, that's what people, it becomes their expectation. So when the, the exception becomes the expectation, you're going to be disappointed every single time. Right. And, and so, you know, you have to realize that, yeah, there, there are exceptions, like literally anything is possible. I mean, we, we have one of our students that one of her, um, one of her reels got 15 million views. And just to put that into perspective, that's more than the people that watched the last Olympics and she didn't spend a dime and they spent a whole lot of money, millions, maybe tens of millions. I don't know, maybe more. I don't know. And, um, and so like, you know, it's possible for someone without, you know, already fame to become famous and to get millions of views. And, but it's, you know, that's not the norm and that's not, that shouldn't be the expectation. Oh, exactly. And you, you know, it. how many videos did it take? And, and, and it was a process. I, I know all our videos are horrible when you first go on. And, and it's that, that, that vulnerability, you know, you're not that good. And then a lot of times what happens is somebody takes a shot at you, and go, sure. oh, you know, on your YouTube channel or on Facebook, Instagram, you're horrible. Uh, you know, go back to your, your mother's basement, you know, all these things. Yeah. And, and more than likely this person's living in the basement, but you know, you take it personal and a lot of people just stop, man. When, you know, nobody, I mean, I, I look at my material my videos that, that I would throw on Facebook three, four years ago compared to now, it's just a process that you just have to put in your time and in your dues, you know, Dan rather didn't become Dan rather overnight. It took the guy, who knows, 20, 30 years to finally get to where he was until he finally retired. Yeah. Now you, now the, you actually coach people on how, to make it in network marketing? Yeah, I mean, we, so we have programs and courses um, and we have a coaching program where I coach the coaches and they coach students. And I, and I do have personal clients. I mean, usually the, you know, the ones that I'm personally coaching are, um, you know, multiple seven figures a year. And that's, that's who I tend to, to coach. Um, but yeah, we have, um, a lot of help for that, for that person that's wanting to make it work. Where were you like 20 years ago when I, I, I tried <laughs> I, 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 20 I years ago, I was, I was working for the county government and I was in the IT department. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's what I was doing. Hey. <laughs> You know what? I, I I heard all about it and I read all about it. it. Here's here's a quick plug. I I became a huge fan once I read Ray and Jessica Higdon's book, Time, Money, Freedom, 10 Simple Rules to, redefi- to re- redefine what's possible and radically reshape your life. And I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it went deep because it, it spoke about those struggles that, yeah. you, that you both had. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because I'm sure a lot of people are like, oh Ray, you're you're so lucky. I mean, you know, they they see they see what you guys have. They they didn't see the struggle sure. unless because you know you guys were overnight success. Yeah, Each, of course. <laughs> Each, <laughs> Each, yeah, I mean, I, I get that all the time. I mean, I get uh, you know, oh, he was born rich or something like that. And and one, I mean, it seemed it seems like if you really study history, it's actually pretty rare for someone born rich 
to do good. It's it's actually like, you know, the percentage wise, it's it's not great. Um, but instead of being born rich, I was born abused. And so I was abused up until the age of 12. And so, you know, people don't know. They don't know the struggles. They don't know putting it all on the line and then losing it all, going into foreclosure, being dead broke. You know, they, they don't know that stuff. And, you know, because it's just it doesn't take much courage to to make assumptions of others. It takes courage to do those videos when you don't have the results you want in your life. You know, my first probably a couple hundred videos was from a house that was being foreclosed on. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't lie and say, here I am, I'm super wealthy. You know, I focused on value and I focused on trying to educate. Um, and I, you know, I didn't share that I was in foreclosure, but, but I also didn't lie. I didn't say that, you know, that's my Lamborghini outside or something. And, and so like that, that's what takes courage. It takes courage to do the stuff that you're not prepared for where, before you have that impressive resume. Well, it takes courage just on paper. You, you did speak and trust me, it resonated with me because my mom was in an abusive relationship with uh, mm. my stepfather or who knows what, what I want to call him. So I, I mean, there was emotional abuse. Now he physically abused her, but when I, I read, you know, your stepdad, and all that. And it was like, wow. Cause it, a, a lot of times I think it gives us a cop out because if I don't know your story, Ray, it'll be like, Oh, well, Ray's just one of the lucky guys. He, sure. he was, he was born wealthy and yeah, everything was handed to him. But look at me, I'm a, I'm a product of, of my own environment, my own circumstances. And, and you're right. I, I would have to say even um, kids of gifted athletes, it, it, I think it it has a lot to do with with hunger because yeah. you were hungry to yeah. to get to to literally you fell not only as a child but you fell going through foreclosure. While you're not going to be hungry if you know you're you're flying that corporate jet that mom and dad has and and you're living the life of Richie Rich. You're not going to think of, well, I, I need to help people out. And, you know, I, I it's, need- it's it's possible. It's, it's, it's just it's possible. I think it's a low percentage. Yeah. And that that's that's why it's hard for successful people with with children, because I, I know my my ex is always like, well, you know, we have to make sure our children are hungry and not here. We, we want there's that misconception. We want them to have a better life. But to me, it's like, why don't we just give them the tools that we yeah. didn't have to create a better life? Yeah. Te- you know, teach them what you wish you were taught versus give them what you wish you were given. Exactly. And that, that's a fine line. And, and that's what, what happens to a lot of people is they come from this go, well, you know, I, I didn't have a, a Porsche. So let me let me give my kid a Porsche instead of, hey, well, maybe if I train them, maybe if I give them the, the tools to succeed, maybe I can teach my children how to create their own legacy, how to create businesses, how to be an author, whatnot, how to how to actually help others. And like what Zig Ziglar says, when you help enough people out, it all comes back to you. Sure. Yeah, for sure. But but yeah, but what I loved about the book though is I mean it ten simple steps, everything from you know it, I, I loved like the first rule was just to to get upset because unless you're upset, if you're in comfort zone, you're gonna be lying. Oh, everything's not that bad, you know. I my boss, yeah. I, I don't I don't think he's he's an okay guy. How about if I get 
somebody that's even worse. Or how about if I lose everything? Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a lot of people, you know, a lot of people, they, they justify all the things they don't want in their life. Now, you know, it's, we don't want you to permanently stay upset. Um, but it's like, of course, you know, take a look and see what is incongruent with who you want to be in the life you want to lead. And, and sometimes that's going to have you challenge yourself and challenge, you know, what, what you've created and ask yourself, you know, okay, what is it that I actually want? And so it is, it is a, a reflection and awareness of what's in my life that isn't congruent with who I want to be. Why is it so hard for just being completely aware? Do you think it's because a lot of people just play victim and they're living in their past it's, or it's a, it's emotional addiction. I mean, it's, and it's a chemical addiction. So, you know, every, every time you have a new cell, which I think it's like, I think it's every 84 days or something like that. Like every cell in your body is, is replaced, but every time it's replaced, it inherits the traits of the past cell. And so if you're someone that's prone to getting upset, getting angry, um, being mad, jealousy, those are all chemicals. There's, there's chemical components to that. And so you're, you're literally, you know, you have this addiction. So if you, if you take people that watch the news every night at whatever, 10 PM or something like that on the nights, if they do that habitually on nights when they don't watch the news, they'll find themselves getting upset and they won't know why. But it's because there's an actual emotional addiction to seeing what's on that screen and getting riled up about it because that's what the media does. And, and so it's just an emotional addiction that makes them on autopilot. And so autopilot, meaning they're not the one driving the bus, the emotions are. And so, you know, you can become aware of how are you showing up and am I, am I expressing emotions that I, I actually want? And if not, let me grab the wheel. Let me become aware and observe myself and observe my emotions because you're not your emotions. You can master your emotions where you take the wheel and all of a sudden you can completely change the, the direction of your life. So I'll, I'll give you an example around that. That's not in the book. Um, I was coaching this, uh, I was coaching this lady and, um, she, her pattern was she would start with a, a, a career or, or a company and she would just race up. I mean, she would just crush it. She'd be one of the best performers of all time. She would, you know, get a bunch of rank advances or career advances. And then once she got to a certain point, she would find something wrong and get out of there and she would leave and she'd start another company. So her career was like this mega superstar. I'm out of here. Let me start over mega superstar. I'm out of here. And everyone would pu be puzzled. Like, what do you mean? She left. She's amazing. Why did, why did she leave? And so when you have a pattern like that, you know, it's an emotional addiction that was created from an observation that she made as a kid. And so I asked her, I said, well, you know, tell me, tell me about your parents. Like, how, how are they? And she goes, Oh my God, they were perfect. They're amazing. No trauma, no abuse, no nothing. And I'm like, okay. And, you know, we're, we're wired. You know, I just, I just spoke at this um, event for child abuse on, on Saturday and we're actually, we're wired to be more forgiving and forgetting of any damage our parents did to us. Now, some of us don't get rid of all of it, but we get rid of a lot of it. And so we literally have blanks in our memory of things that happened that doesn't, doesn't serve our image uh, our, of our parents. 
And so I said, uh, I'm like, okay, uh, well, so you don't remember anything. Okay. Well, it's okay that, you know, we don't remember today. And I just kind of figured that she was a contrarian personality. And so me telling her that's okay, that we didn't, we don't figure it out today, kicked up her memory. And she said, oh my God. And she went, you know, she like, you know, went, went blank for a while. I'm like, are you still there? Are you okay? She was on the phone. And she said, I just remembered catching my mom cheating on my dad. And I'm like, got it. Okay. And uh, so, you know, sorry, sorry that that happened. And, um, and she said, and, and, and I said, well, you realize that's part of the pattern, right? And she's like, well, what the hell does that have to do with me, you know, going up the corporate line and, and leaving? And I said, everything. Because when you were a little kid, you know, you just described your parents as perfect and amazing and awesome. And you look up to them, respect them. And when you were a kid, you had, you had those feelings. When that incident happened, your reality was shattered and you were out of control and you were a you know, little kid, couldn't do anything about it, but your reality was shattered. So what you're doing now as an adult is you're taking control before your reality can be shattered. So as soon as she starts feeling good about something, she she gets out of there before the rug is pulled out from under her because now she's in control. And so, you know, that's a way that in, in, in her program was a way to keep her safe from being surprised from being, you know, uh, from having a reality shattered, but it's a pretty limiting life because it means you're going to, you know, you're going to get into your 50s, 60s, 70s and still be operating off this pattern that, that isn't serving her actually. Well, she didn't want to be, be hurt. She didn't want to be disappointed. Right. We, right. And I've, I, you hit the aha from reading the Dr. Joe Dispenza books and reading about the ultimate secret and all that. It, it's, it is about being in complete awareness because we are addicted to our past. That's yeah. why I tell people it might be his story or her story, but don't, don't live there. I, I can, sure. I, I remember or, or, or they think emotions and an, an emotional outburst is not who you are. Just because I get angry or you let your emotions get the best of you and you go all Henry Rollins and you're angry. Well, that doesn't mean, you know, you're Henry Rollins. You're not going to be always 24 seven. Oh, well, I don't like that guy. Stay away from him. He's, he's an angry guy. But what happens is you, you see that pattern and it's what you expect because you're right. You're in comfort. If you're always angry, if you always fly off at, at any little outburst, then then that there's triggers, and it, yeah. it's it's a lot harder to go the opposite route. It, yes, you 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 have all these emotional outbursts. You're an angry guy. You have a short fuse, but if you're completely aware and you're like, yeah, my emotions do not define me. Right. Let me take a step back because. One, you have to do the, you have to be like, oh man, it, it, being aware means you have to, you have to realize there is no past. There is no future there. there there's right now only you and I having this discuss, discussion. Usually a lot of people, when they are not being aware, they're like, oh, well, you know, at, at six o'clock today, I've got this and I've got that. And sure. being, being aware too you you live life because we are in the now mm. and, and relationships get better too because i remember going 
on vacations with my ex-wife and my kids or, or even, you know, past girlfriends. And it was always like, well, let, let me look at the itinerary. Let, let's see what's, what's in store. Like, like, you know, be like those cruise itineraries, but in your imaginary head, you're like, well, tomorrow we need to do this, this, that. Well, you don't know if you have tomorrow, you don't know what might happen. Being aware is what, you know, being right now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. With awareness, you have choice. Without awareness, you're on autopilot. Well, I, I, autopilot's safe, and that's why people people always just assume, like come up with these these sayings like, "Well, I can't change that. People don't change." Or even even in our industry, well, I'm I'm not good at sales. I'm not a salesperson. And sure. Like, I, I, you're well. How can this person not be? ever in sales you you had to give a compelling reason to your husband or your wife to marry you to yeah, yeah every, every the way you connect the way you communicate is a sale it, it's getting somebody to go with you in, in a yeah. certain direction yeah and, and you're going to constantly verify what you believe to be true so if you keep saying that you're no good in sales and you'll continue to verify that 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 oh. truth to you because you hear that one no, and you're like, okay, Ray, your coaching can't help me. I'm different. Right. I heard that no. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, there, and, and you know what? There, that, that, that person has already decided. When somebody tells me I can't do it, that I, I agree with them 100%. Why am I going to, you know, I, 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 I'm bad at this. Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll die alone. I'll do this. You know, I'm like, oh, well, I, you're right. Uh, sorry, sorry for your life. You know, let's go play the violin. Let's go play the, the sad <laughs> song from, from Titanic while, while we're at it. But right. you know, it, it's, it's people just don't see the possibilities. And a lot right. of that is, is what you're saying is, you know, because they're still replaying. I, I, I can't go to a therapist and, and want to discuss something that happened 20 years ago the next 50 sessions because she doesn't want me to you know it her her job is to keep me on the couch let's replay this over and over and it's like well why can't we just get on with it acknowledge what happened that's the past and let's focus on today yeah well said well said i i love your shirt too by the way it, I, oh thanks it's, it, it it truly is um all about gratitude man uh, I'm, I, I know you, you guys operate in complete gratitude and you don't, you don't focus because, and I lived, I operated my life like this, where if I get this, then I'll be thankful. If I, if I buy this or if I have another deal, then instead, how, how hard is it just to wake up, right? And be thankful to be alive. Yeah, I mean, you know, emotions are, you know, propagated. So, you know, whatever emotion you're holding, you're going to get more of. So the trick is to feel gratitude even before you have the thing that which you would be grateful for. And then you'll be shocked and amazed at how your life improves. Now, uh, how, what, when it comes to being awareness, and I, I would have to say, creating habits is up there with importance now do you with with a lot of your students a lot of people that follow you and whatnot 
do you have to break down successful habits? Because I'm sure some people, common sense, it's like, what's what's a successful habit, Ray? Can I sleep till 1 p.m.? And- yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, you're. I'm constantly talking about successful habits because that's what gets you transformation in your life. It's not usually one blinding incident. It's, it's a, you showing up on a daily basis and doing whatever that is, whether it's working out or eating better or affirmations or meditations or, or, or whatever. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm constantly talking about, you know, daily action steps. Um, you know, for, for me, uh, one of my biggest ones is uh, meditation. You know, I do uh, uh, Dr. Joe meditation every single day. Um, so I'm, you know, meditating anywhere from, you know, hour 15 to, you know, yesterday I did three hours. Um, so I, I spent a lot of time there. I spent a lot of time going inner and calming the mind and kicking in the parasympathetic nervous system uh, to improve, to come out with better ideas, to come out with, um, you know, more, more energy, et cetera. It's crazy, but if you wear one of those Zoom or, you know, all the, all those things that show sleep patterns and whatnot, when you have such a calm mind like that, your body or these, these apparatuses or whatever actually think that you're in a deep sleep. Yeah. And brain, brainwave change. Yeah. Brainwaves. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I heard that from like two different colleagues and now uh, I, that's, that's a process. And what, what people don't understand is you don't, you, you just didn't wake up one day being able to have that mindset to be able to put yourself. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like, yeah. saying, hey, I mean, I, I, I was terrible at meditation at first and, you know um, I mean, I, I would, you know, get pains of my mind would raise. And so it, it took a lot of the daily action steps to, you know, to get there. And, and so, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's the big thing is people, they want that result, but they, they don't want to do the daily work. And so it's the daily work. That's so important. Well, I, I don't know why meditation is seen. I, I, I think a lot of it is people watch too much Hollywood, watch too much TV. And they think of meditation as like being like in, in the golden child with Eddie Murphy, you know, you're some, somewhere in Tibet, you, you have the Dalai Lama and, and, and you have the, the incense burning and the gong. And it's like, no, there's literally, you can buy a dollar app or there's these free apps and, you know, meditation is, because people always ask me whenever they hear me or, or they read my book, like you meditate. I'm like, yeah, no, I, I, I don't, I, I haven't worked my way up, but sure. my mind has been so scattered that to me, it's an accomplishment being able to do like 20 minutes. Sure. It doesn't, totally. but if, if, you know, an hour plus people don't understand, it's like, you have to build up. You have to build yeah. up just to one minute. It, it's not like I'm going to be like, well, hey, Ray, let's go run a, a 100 mile ultra. Yeah. <laughs> and and right. that's people don't understand. You have to walk before you, you know, the crawl, walk, right. and, and then run. And I, I don't understand if, if there's so much out there that all the benefits 
And well, I don't have time. Which, of course. I, I, I'm sure you hear that. Or I don't yeah. want to look stupid. Or I, I don't have the, the, the meditation room, which means they've, they've watched the videos and the, the movie. Right. Yeah. They need a shrine. Yeah. It, exactly. I'll, t- it, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a funny story about that. Um, so I was coming, I was speaking in uh, New Orleans. And this was, uh, this was in January. And so I'm flying back. There was some kind of weather issue in, in Atlanta. And so they, um, long story short, my flight home gets canceled. So we're going to have to stay the night in Atlanta. And so uh, I go online and I book this. I, all the hotels are sold out, but I find this one hotel that lets me I'm like, yay. I, so I book, I book a room and it is, it's like 2 a.m. Okay. So we're, we land, I get to the hotel and it's, it's 2 a.m. Right. And so they had the, uh, because of, you know, the time they had the doors locked and there was a security guy outside and it was freezing too. It was, it was really, really cold night. And, um, and he says, Oh, Oh, we're full, man. And I said, no, no, no I got a reservation. And he said, yeah, so do all those people. And I, and I look in the lobby and there's a lob, there's a lobby full of people, angry, pissed off, shouting at the poor you know, people behind the thing. So apparently they had had a software issue that allowed reservations to be booked over what they actually had. And so this whole room of people, they're just pissed and big long line. And so I'm like, Hey, I'm just going to meditate. And so I sit on the couch in the middle of the lobby. <laughs> I put on my blindfold and I do a, um, uh, it's like an hour 15 meditation. I do an hour 15 meditation. And so I come out of it and I, you know, I'm, I'm like, you know, kind of out of it. Right. And I look and the lobby is empty except for one person. And the lady says to me, were you waiting for a room? And I said, you know, yeah. And she goes, we found one. I'm like, sweet. So I didn't have to get upset. I didn't have to get angry. I didn't even have to wait, right? I needed to do my meditation anyway. So I did it and, you know, got into the room probably at 3.30 or something like that. And so it's, um, I mean, that was in a room. I mean, it had to look weird. This guy with blindfolds on and headphones on in the middle of the lobby, all these angry, it had to look weird. I just didn't care. I'm just like, (laughs) whatever. Well, not only did you not care, but more than likely anyways nobody really noticed because they're just too busy to wrapped up yeah wrapped up and they're oh my gosh they yeah. screwed me over this right. you know they, they were out to get me like you know you had that angry mob just worried about so what what am i going to do where's my room where's this yeah. where's that yeah and and, and the it, it worked out on on many levels because yeah. one, you can't get bent over stuff you can't control that's right literally those people are are putting toxins or are, are, are ruining their their bodies ruining their day yeah. ruining their night they're, they're they're gonna wake up no matter i don't care if they got an upgrade to the four seasons somewhere yeah they they're gonna wake up all bent, all twisted. Yeah, stuff that you can't control. Like yeah, like what you said, it it was a software glitch. These things tend to happen. Yeah, 
it, it's not like screaming at, at the front desk. They're, they're going to do the Chris Angel or, or David Copperfield and, and just right. magically, you know, hey, we just found a new room. Yeah. We, we found a, a new hallway full of rooms. There's 20 of them. Everybody's going to have, you know, it, it is what it is. And you're going to laugh because a woman, I, I was a guest on earlier today, but it was supposed to be last week. And she was like, like profusely like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Can we reschedule because of this and this and, and giving me, you know, every reason because she's having these technical issues and there's all, and I'm like, it's fine. it's not surgery you know it's not life life and death life or death yeah like she wanted to know how i I, you know and then even she started it off by apologizing and she's like how do you stay i I didn't want to talk about meditation but it you know i didn't want to tell her because at at one point yeah i was the angry person but that's not going to get me anywhere I, i don't want any more gray hair I don't, right. I'm, I'm 48. I don't, I don't want to stroke out over something silly. I, I don't, right. you know, it, it, it's as inconsequential as that person that cuts you off. Yeah, no, I agree. hundred percent. Now, now here, here's something I've always wanted to, to talk to you because I, I, I know you have a school full students. We all have this, 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 relation and and i see it now more and more this relationship with like success and money that that either i we we can't applaud people based on not not you and i but you know there's a majority quickly growing you know that it's shunned upon to be successful and to have money and and a lot of times you see these people that i'm sure you have some students that the self-sabotage, they get the success, they get the money, but then they pull back because they're like, whoa, you know, I don't want to be more successful than the masses or I'm going to be more successful than mom and dad. That that's, that's just not right. Yeah. I mean, it comes from, you know, a couple of things. Uh, one, uh, a lot of people struggle with, they observe something as a kid that made them draw the conclusion that success was bad. So if they had a successful father that ignored them, then they may think that, oh, if I become successful, I'll, I'll ignore my kids and I don't want to do that. But that's not a conscious decision. That's a subconscious decision. Um, you also have, you know, just the, you know, the society that that speaks to the lowest common denominator, knowing that, um, you know, most people don't believe they can ever be Elon Musk. So let's pick on him, right? Let's, let's have hatred of the good for being good and, and good meaning not morally or ethically, but just good at what they do. And, and so that is, uh, you know, definitely a, a disease. It's a lot easier to be hateful of someone successful than to do the work that it takes to be successful. And so there's a lot of politicians that wield that weapon uh, because they know that there's more people that will buy into that version versus work hard, take responsibility, be accountable, you know, kind of talk. Now, who, who wants that? Those see those people, they many of them aren't listening to the politicians. They're too busy working and doing things. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a much easier pitch to say. How dare those, you know, all these millionaire politicians bashing the billionaire, you know, entrepreneurs uh, that are actually making our lives easier. That's that's a much easier message. 
Well, speaking of Elon Musk, think about it. He did PayPal and everybody's like, oh, that's great. Yeah. And then, you know, the Tesla, SpaceX. And then there, there was some mysterious line that he crossed. I don't know whether he surpassed Jeff, Jeff Bezos, but overnight. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't think it's mysterious. I mean, I think it's as soon as you're not towing the line of, you know, but he, he never fit into any, that's, any that's box. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he's, he was never far left, far. I, I don't consider, he even doesn't, he even, he's like, I'm not, you know, I'm yeah. my own guy. Yeah. All, all of a sudden, you know, it's, it's like, oh, all these people, let, let's hope he doesn't buy Twitter or I'm going to deactivate my account. And then sure. he even just said, whether you love me or hate me, I just want free speech. Yeah. And it's like, so you isn't that like our first amendment that you're, and, and you're not even from literally, you know, you're South African, but yeah. you, you know, the power of free speech. And it's like, but it, it's like, I think Hollywood too plays a role because whether it's Hallmark or Lifetime, the evil guy, he wears the monocle. Of course. Greedy guy. Yeah. Very, ever since Ebenezer Scrooge, you know, that's, they, sure. they don't see money as an amplifier. I mean, who's going to, common sense, who's going to help out more? The guy that only makes 50K a year, he's paying down his student loan debts. He's, he's, he's negative God knows how much that he owes. Or the billionaire who can literally write big checks to fund major well, projects. And he did, you know, like, um, you know, the World Food Organization, or, or I don't know if that's the, that was the organization name, but they said, oh, you could have, you know, given a percentage of your thing. He gave them $5 billion. That didn't get much press. Imagine giving oh, $5 billion yeah. and not getting much press. Right. Um, and so like, and, and did they end world hunger? I, I don't, I don't think they did. I wonder what they did with the money. <laughs> um, but that's the problem is it's easy to virtue signal. It's uh, you know not so easy to put in the work to actually solve problems. Like if you, if you, you know, if you told, if you told me, you know, 30 years ago, Hey, there's going to be a time where you'll just pick up your phone and you can think of anything in the world, you, a unicorn straw or a bike pedal, and you'll be able to press this little thing and it'll arrive at your door the next day. I'd be like, what is it? Time travel? Like that, whatever. But that's that's Amazon. I mean, you know, I, I ordered the wackiest stuff and it gets here like the next day or two. And so like that, that's crazy. The, you know, these, you know, this, and there's a difference between some people say, you know, some people or act like if you edify a billionaire, you're saying, I agree with all of their moral and ethical decisions. I have no idea what all their moral and ethical decisions are. I've, I've I never do know that I like my Tesla and I do know I, I like Amazon Prime. That's what I'm talking about. And so, you know, that's, you know, oh, I, I'm, that... I'm, I'm a huge fan of Elon. I, I've owned two Teslas in, in my life and it, yeah. it's, I, I don't think Elon's ever forced anybody to buy his car or, no. or no, nobody was hurt in the right. purchasing of a car because, you know, that scarcity mindset too with these billionaires is they people think there's this limited source right. of income or, or of wealth in the world. Right. And what Elon did was he grabbed a lot of it while there was nothing. Right. There was no one market. was looking. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, no, it's there's an infinite amount if you wrote 
10 best sellers, I mean, huge, that, 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 that doesn't mean um, JK Rowling or any, or Stephen right. King or anybody's like, hey, no, right. yeah, I, I can't, I, I, I can't write a you book. Done. Thanks. You got all the readers. <laughs> you, 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 you got all, you got all the books and you got all the great ideas. We, we can't write anymore, man. Right. I, I, I think I'm going to go to try a different field, but think about it. You just said a smartphone, the amount of information that's free out there. You have so much, because I'm sure people, well, I, I can't afford Ray. No, but you, you can afford Audible. You, you can yes. go on YouTube. Amen. You can go on Facebook. You can go on LinkedIn. You can go on Instagram. Yeah. People will come up with any excuse, but you and I are at the same age. We didn't have that. If we wanted information, we'd have to go to the library Go do right. the Dewey Decimal. Do the microfish. Right. It would take us forever. If you wanted personal development, if you wanted Anthony Robbins or Zig Ziglar, you'd have to order it. And then yep. wait four weeks, six weeks, and you'd be like, That's oh, right. thank God I'm not suicidal. <laughs> That's right. You're you're 100% right. I mean, you got it's easier than ever before to, to learn anything. And, you know, you just got to, you know, like in the past, you got to apply yourself. So... What's what are you guys currently doing? There, there's always something to promote, and that that's what I want to know. Yeah, so I mean, it depends on when this is airing. Is it airing soon or for for you, Ray? Because I'm a big fan. It, it, it'll it'll air within like three to four weeks. You, usually, and, and I'm not like one of those scam people. I I don't know if you've gotten this, but. There's this new pay to play. They're like, oh, I've got like 50. It'll be in like four months. But if you slip me a, a $200 bill, it'll be in the top list. I'm like, yeah, I thank you. I'll, 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 I'll wait the 20 weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, um, I'll, I'll put it up there. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it, it depends. It depends. Like, so if you're someone that is wanting to build a business and, um, you know, you're, you need principles that that we've used of, you know, generating you know tens of millions of dollars online, of building an Inc. five thousand company from home, of you know best selling author, you know whatever. Um, you know at least check out the YouTube channel. All right, and that's higdengroup.com forward slash channel. Um, we we load twenty new high quality videos every single month. I've uh, been doing that for you know for a while. If you're in the network marketing space and you're wanting to grow in your company, you know, our, our group is called Rank Makers. And in the last four years, we've helped network marketers bring in over 300,000 new customers, 71,000 new reps and achieve 14,000 rank advances. And so if you'd like to learn more about that, that's, this is for the lifelong learner. This is for the, someone that wants a daily action step of what to do. And we give that. And um, that they can learn more at rankmakers.com. Now, Ray, with uh, the person finally getting off his butt, quit being tired of being sick and tired. Now, does your organization, does the Higdon Group help? Like, I've never been in sales. What corporate, what company should I use? Do you guys have, have those or is it? solely based on somebody that's been in network marketing for 
six months, a year, two years, or we, do, we talk about that some on the YouTube channel um, of like what company to pick or, and, and, you know, you, you know, with the, the book um, time, money, freedom, you know, we talk about that as, as well. Um, you know, we don't, we don't push. Cause I'm not, I'm not a part of, Yeah, I, I know you're not a part you know, of, I, I, I was before I was a coach and trainer, I was the number one income earner of a company. And um, we decided to go more training, you know, industry-wide. So we do talk about that in, in Time, Money, Freedom, which you've been referencing very kindly. Um, but we, uh, I would say if you're not, if you're not sure what, what um, road you're going to run down to, to make extra money, then uh, the YouTube channel will help with that on, you know, what are some considerations when considering a company? So it's considerations like strength, and, and whatnot, because there, there's so many to choose from. There's the granddaddies that have been around for totally older than us to yeah. upstarts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, different considerations. I mean, the, the biggest one is, are there people there that are successful and that'll eliminate most of your excuses? Cause if, if they're successful, then you should be able to be too. And, and clearly this will help with that fear of, of hearing the, that evil word, that two letter word, one syllable. No. Yeah. I talk, a, I talk a lot about that. I mean, part of my path was um, for me to become the number one earner. I actually purposely went for 20 no's a day, every day. And, um, and it was uh, 10 months. Uh, I was the number one earner in that company. And, and, and here's one of the, the all time favorites. Oh, it, it's it's one of those 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 Ponzi schemes, a pyramid scheme, correct? I'm yeah, pe- pe- people ask that, and um, you know, I mean, you want to make sure. And, and hey, listen, are there some of those out there? There are, you know, there are some that you kind of see the product, and you're like, eh, I don't know about that. Um, you want to make sure. Yeah, yeah, do you do you at least see the value in the product or service? And I say that very specifically. Some people say you have to be a product of the product and you have to, you know, you have to have a testimonial of the product. And, you know, I don't, I don't think that's the case. I don't, you know, is that added? Yes. Is that a good idea? Yes. But can you at least see, so someone not trying to lose weight, could they be successful at a weight loss product? Absolutely. Because you could at least see the value in that thing. You can meet some people that transform their life because of that thing. That should allow you to, Go make some money with it. Go tell some people about it. Well, well, believe in your product, but you you can have a product that cures cancer. But if if you can't even sell yourself, I mean, the number one person you have to sell is yourself. And once you get past that hurdle, you know, the, it, it's a limit. And you know, and network marketing is pretty unique because you really it's more about you believing in the system than you even believing in yourself. And, and so, you know, you can take someone who doesn't believe in themselves and show them a system of this is what we do. And if you just do these things, you too can be successful. And you can take someone who doesn't believe in themselves very much, but sees that the system works, follows the system, creates success. Um, and, and then all of a sudden their self-worth is improving after they've created success. A lot of times people spend, I think, way too much time trying to improve their self-worth in this vacuum without producing things. I think that's difficult. 
And so I think it's more powerful for you to, you know, follow, follow a system, start doing daily action steps and let, as you, as you keep your word to yourself and you start to create, you know, new results, that's actually what helped my self-worth. And, and so, I mean, I, I, you know, I was already making what most people consider good money um, before I really believed in myself a whole lot. Is, do you need a great downline to become successful or can you do it all based on sales? I've, I've always wondered that. I mean, nowadays, you know, there's the concept of social retail where companies are making it easier and easier to make money off selling products. And in the past, that that wasn't really the focus. The focus was more on recruiting. And so I I know, um, I mean, one, one of my friends, she she makes over six figures a month in product sales. So that means if she was a one-man band and didn't have a team at all, she would be making six figures a month. And uh, instead, she has a humongous team, so she makes much more than that. Um, and, and so, you know, a lot of companies nowadays are making it easier to really be profitable. In the past, you would sell a, you know, $100, you know, bunch of products and make three or $4. That's very hard to live off. Um, nowadays, they're, uh, they've figured out ways where you can make more money by offering retail products. And so there's a lot of retailers that, in fact, nowadays, there's a lot of people who are really good at retailing, not good at building teams, and they're trying to learn how to build teams. Now, that was not the case years ago. Years ago, you just didn't have that phenomenon, but you you can't have that now. Impressive. I, I've learned a lot. <laughs> what, what's the best way to, to find you on, on social media? Yeah. So, you know, again, if you want, uh, if you're a YouTuber, uh, if you like to watch YouTubes then higdengroup.com forward slash channel, uh, or, you know, we're very active on, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, and so just, uh, you know, search me, you'll find me. And, uh, and I appreciate you having me, man. And, and like what I, I told everybody at the beginning, buy the book, I, I'd have to say it's up there with, you'll like this with reading 10 X Awakening nice. within it, it, it is. I appreciate it. A personal and a business development book, all wrapped into one. So yeah, I appreciate that, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you yeah. for the time, man. Uh, great yeah. minds think alike. Uh, we both follow Dr. Joe D. So <laughs> he's the man. He's the man. All right. Thanks for having me, brother. Thanks for the time, man. Take care. Right. Bye bye. I never told no one that. Oh my gosh, I am so proud of you. You accomplished something. You know, most people buy books and they don't read the whole book, not even on Audible. They'll maybe read, they'll dabble a chapter or two, but they won't go to the distance. And you know what? Congratulations. The same thing with podcasts. 2.8 million podcasts. You selected this one. We're like-minded people and you reach the end. You know what? Did you sign up for that webinar? You know which one I'm talking about. Omar Medrano, O-M-A-R-M-E-D-R-A-N-O dot com backslash webinar backslash. It's just ask for it. It's a whole new way of approaching sales. 
Been there, done that. Enough of the bullpens. Enough of calling two, three hundred calls. Enough of stressing. Enough of being all bent and twisted, chasing people, chasing leads. Up at night, wondering where and when am I going to get the next sale? Because you know what? Tomorrow, just like in life, you start out at zero. This just asks for it. It'll double your referrals, triple your leads, quadruple your sales. And you know what? The best part about this webinar is it's free. Omar, O-M-A-R, Medrano.com backslash webinar backslash. You know what? If you can't spell my name, just go omarmedrano.com. You'll find me. We found each other. You were meant for so much more. Thank you. Have an outstanding rest of your week. I never told no one that my whole life I've been holding back. Every time I load my gun up so I can shoot for the stars. I hear a voice like, who do you think you are? Negative thoughts come to mind when I start thinking bold. Like, why you chasing dreams? Aren't you getting kind of old? I knew I needed help I had no self-confidence Didn't believe in myself I tried not to feel or listen to my intuition To start a business But before I even started I feel like it's finished You got a vision And let me say I don't care if they're your blood Got the same DNA They can't feel how you feel They can't see what you see Wanna change your life You gotta change the way you think The thoughts in your mind Is the boss of your life Nothing but good vibes Every day I'm thinking like What if it did what if you took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose? What if it did work? Right now you can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more. The hardest prison to escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison all for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did work.